Hi, I'm Mike, and you are listening to Real Things That Really Matter. Our heart in this show is to open up the floor to conversation about topics in the Bible and Christianity that may be hard to understand and to see them from different perspectives. I know that we don't always agree on some things, but we feel that we should be able to ask questions and listen to each other as we walk through this life following Jesus. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy as we venture into another conversation on real things that really matter. Hi, Matt. Hi, Mike. How's it going today? Good. How we doing, buddy? I'm doing good. We've had a great morning so far. Yeah, we had a little warm-up session, and uh, we're ready to go. We we did. So welcome to Real Things That Really Matter. We are doing a, a touch-up on a last episode, uh, on episode 10, when we talked about Bible verses that were misconstrued. That's right. Yeah, we uh, had a writer, a listener, write in on our email and voice some questions and some concerns. And so we decided that we would um, address that. We love the fact that this has been written in. We want to elicit some emotion and responses and questions. And so uh, we want to honor that. And we're going to jump into this email. Uh, episode 10 was our, you know, our, our shotgun episode of the things that are misconstrued or, or misinterpreted in the Bible. And there was a point that... Um, this listener wanted us to expound on. So Matt, would you kind of read us the gist of the question and the response? Well, uh, our listener, our listener was, was concerned that we didn't, we didn't go over. She didn't feel like we, we touched that God gave us free will, uh, that, and with that, we didn't speak enough into that topic. The, and because of that free will, he steps back and steps back and let us lets us suffer the consequences of our choices. And they were saying, sadly, that means others get hurt, people die, and things get messy. Just because God doesn't intervene does not does not mean He can't or doesn't want to. Right. And I don't know that that's what we said. Maybe we did, but well, I and I I know that uh, in hindsight, when I did say uh, I asked the question, "Is God in control?" And, and I said he was within the parameters that he's set forth. Right. And he lets bad things happen within those parameters. Absolutely. And but, so I just kind of wanted to clarify my statement. I believe God is in control of, of everything. He is. Yes. With a caveat. And yes. we're going to talk about that today. Um, I do believe God is in control. He, he knows the end. He knows what's going to happen. He knows how we... Uh, end up in the new heaven and the new earth. He knows his plan and that he was to send Jesus to redeem us and bring us into his presence. He knows all of these things and nothing can stop his plan. He is in control. No force in heaven or in hell or on earth can stop the plan of God. He is in control. Ultimately, yes, he is in control. We live in a broken world, though. Yes. Yes, and he gave he gave mankind control of this world, and then we decided to disobey God, and we and they got turned over to Satan, and then Jesus had to come, and redeem us, and put the bridge back to to God Himself. Right. Yeah. So, really, this ties us to the free will aspect 
of our conversation. Okay. So do you think we ultimately have free will? I do. Okay. And I, I agree. I do believe we have free will. Um, and this is where things can get sticky in our conversation, but we have free will and that's what gives us the options of the brokenness. That's why Adam was able to sin. That's why Eve was able to disobey God and listen to Satan instead of the truth. Um, and, and ultimately the world has begun its destructive course from that point. Okay. So do you think that God chooses people to be that are going to be his, his, his children, his, his followers? Do you think he chooses them? I think he's chosen all of us. Okay. So he chooses, he chooses all of us. Is there, does he know who's going to go to heaven and who's going to go to hell? Now there's where I, I, I don't. You don't think that he does? I don't think he does because we all have the choice to accept Christ to our dying breath. Right. And so, but we have the choice. Right. And you're saying that God can't see past those choices and what choices we make. I think, I think he, I think that he knows every choice that we can make. He knows every outcome of every choice that we can make. He knows every possibility of the choices that will come from the choices we make. But until we make the choice, it hasn't been made. And so therefore, I don't think he, I don't think he chooses to know the choices we will make. Okay, I disagree. I think when you say God doesn't know, that's a big stumbling block for me. I, when you say God doesn't know anything. No, no, no. I'm not saying God doesn't know anything. No, no, no I'm saying God doesn't know X, Y, or Z. He knows every choice that we can make. He's, you're saying he doesn't know the choices that you that will I make. That I will make, which is why okay. he let, continues let me ask you this. to seek out the lost. He let, goes after the one. He's, he, he wants to pursue us to to entice us into his presence, to, to love us into knowing who he is and choosing him. Okay. When Jesus spoke about Judas in the Bible and he said, it would have been better for, it would have been better for, what did he say? For a millstone to be hung around his no, neck. No, for him to never have been born. For him never to have been born. Okay. For him never to have been born. Yes. So Jesus spoke of that. Before Judas betrayed him. Yes. So Jesus knew the choice that Judas was going to make. Correct? Before, could, yeah. he, before he made it. Yeah. So in that case, he knew then. He knew that choice. But he We're going to base all of humanity on one person. So, well, that's an example I can pull from scripture that right. God, God certainly knew what choice he was going to make before he made it. Does that mean Judas didn't have free will? No, I don't think so. I There's so much to that aspect of the point of the war that it's really hard to say, well, okay, let's pull out one person and say that everyone's going to do this. I think God can have an idea. Okay, let's, let's go with this. God knows where I'm going. He knows my heart. Who knows the heart of man but God? Who knows, who knows what is in man? But here's my problem with saying that God knows every choice that I will ever make. That means he created me knowing that I'm going to reject him. For those that don't accept Christ, it's saying, well, I created you, but it'd be better if you weren't born. 
I have a problem with that too. I don't like. I so don't that's like exactly it. what we're saying. I, I don't like that. You know, God creates people knowing that they'll go to hell. But I, I don't believe He does. So even with Pharaoh, He knew where Pharaoh was. He knew what inclination was in his heart. He knew with 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 the way he'd been raised and the way he set himself up as God and the way that he thought that he was God and the way that people worshiped him, that he was going to have a really hard time accepting the fact that God is asking him to submit to God. But God didn't stop. He look at all the chances he gave him. Exactly. He, gave him so he many. kept giving him and chances. These were profound if, ones too. If it was the point where God didn't know if he would choose Jesus or choose God, if he if he didn't know that Pharaoh was going to repent, why would he have spent so much time courting him, asking him, showing him? Why would he have spent so much time? I'll tell you why. If he knew Pharaoh was going to reject him I'll tell you outright why. without any option of him turning his his heart over to God. Because it's not all about Pharaoh. It's about the, the Pharaoh is the character in the story and that's a real life story. Yeah. And we all got to we all got to see that and uh, or, you know, recorded in the Bible. But you don't think God was trying to get Pharaoh to well, accept him? Was. So therefore, of course he was. Yeah, God doesn't just he do, he doesn't play favorites. And he I'm doesn't play he favorites, does. and I'm so he doesn't he say, does. "Well, I'm going to make Pharaoh an example, like a like a vindictive father." Well, I'm going to make that child an example. I hope you pay attention to what I'm doing. But look at all the the lessons that millions of people have learned from that story. Absolutely. God will so, use all things so for his, the good of those who love so him. And so he uses that story. He that, uses my story. Yes. And he uses Charlton Heston to play Moses. Right. So they can tell that story and, and millions of people can see it. But that doesn't mean that God knew Pharaoh would reject him until his dying breath. In fact. Oh, he totally knew. He totally knew. that He, he knew he had him. an inclination to. He knew that his heart was turned towards that. But yet Pharaoh he was still he was. Seeking out Pharaoh, I believe, in the desire to see him turn his heart to God. He knew what Pharaoh was going to do before he did it. He knew what Judas was going to do before he did it. That doesn't take away anybody's free will, Mike. I believe it does. Because then that means that I have really, I was created with this set amount of choices and I'm going to make these choices and God knows that I'm going to make these They're choices. They're not set. So if he They're made set me- because you wait, make them. No, 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 no. I make them. But if he created me knowing the choices that I'm going to make- that means he created me making those choices. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because God knows all. He creates all. He makes the fabric of who I am. And he created in me the fabric of free will. Which therefore he says, I hope that your desire is to know me in life. I am going to seek you out. And I am going to create a, a, a thing that you need to fill. And it needs to be with me. But I don't know if you're going to fill it with me. You're going to maybe choose alcohol. You're going to maybe choose food. You're going to maybe choose sex. I hope you choose me. He gives us the choice. He gives us the free will to to make our own choices. But that, if he made the fact, me, the fact that he knows those what those choices are going to be doesn't mean that he takes away our free will. It's I just think, that it's just saying that he knows what they're going to be. I think he, and knows. he doesn't. He doesn't make us predestined with these certain choices that we're going to make. See, I don't see it that way because if he makes me, and he makes me in every nano fiber of my being. And he makes me knowing the choices I'm going to make. That means he made me making these choices. Now, conditions of my life, things that I'm involved in, things that I decide to choose and the paths that I take 
change my heart, change my mind, change my brain pattern and how I'm thinking. And that leads me to a course of action that sometimes is harder and harder and harder to turn around from. How many times do we know that the deeper into sin you get, the harder it is to turn around? We know that. And the deeper and deeper you get into sin, God, yeah, he knows where your heart is. He knows He knows most likely what you're going to choose because you've jumped off the deep end, whatever. Okay. But let me give you another one. What about when, let's say, let's say that person that's in the hospital after living their entire life in sin and debauchery and they're laying on their deathbed and all of a sudden they realize that they've been missing something their entire life right. and all of a sudden they decide to choose Jesus and they're saved. That's God seeking them out till the very last breath. Do they have to choose that? No, I've seen many people that are just bitter and angry and they take their last breath rejecting Christ. That is not God's desire. And I don't believe he made somebody saying, man, I hope you have a miserable life. I'm going to make you with the inclination to make the choices or have the things done to you by other people that are going to create this horrific view on life so that you choose Satan and not me. You're incorrect in this. You need to think about this. <laughs> Let's, let me give you another example, because apparently you thought that Judas was a one-off. No, about, no, no, I didn't uh, say that. Well, you, you, I didn't you say must. that. You must. I, sa- I God, said, God. Now, listen, I'll let you talk for a while. Uh-huh. I'll let you talk. God knew what Judas was going to do before he did it. Okay. Period. Correct? That's what the Bible says, yes. Yes. And Well, do you believe what the Bible says? I do. Okay, good. So you, in this case, you're agreeing that God knew he created Judas knowing what he was going to do and that he would betray his son. It seems to be that way. Okay, good. I'm glad we agree on that. I have a hard time with that, and I'm I don't know how to. We'd have to dive into that and see all the things that you could explore, because again, because Jesus even said it'd been better for the it'd been better for the betrayer to never have been born. Yeah, yeah, for his father to never met his mother. Yeah, then what's going to happen? Right. So God knew. Jesus knew what was going to happen with Judas. Correct. Before Judas made the decision. Maybe. Okay. This was, you know, days, do you remember, weeks, months. Do you remember when, do you remember when uh, Jesus also says to lust after a woman is the same as committing adultery? Right. You make the thought is like making the choice. Yeah. So if you already have it in your heart mm-hmm. to betray somebody and you let that be your motivator... Right. You've made that choice. Right. And God knows the heart of man. Okay. No thoughts are hidden. Uh-huh. So how do we know that Judas hadn't decided way in advance that he had some kind of plan to motivate and further his own prestige okay. by being with Jesus in order to find a foothold for power? All right. That we don't know that. perfectly into my example, too, with Esau and Jacob. Okay. When they were born... Uh, Jacob's Jacob and Esau's mother, mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca. Yeah. No, yes, yes, yes. She was told that the younger will serve the older, but or the older the, will serve the younger. The yeah. older will serve the younger. How did they know that? The, these are these are babies. No, How no, no, they- no, no. That's way different than free will choices throughout my life. Way different. 
to know that somebody will be in power is different than knowing what choices I'm going to make. Well, it was based off the choices that they did. Right. That Esau gave it away. Was very... That Esau gave a, a sold his birthright, mm-hmm. and that and that uh, that Jacob Jacob tricked him. Right. And or tricked his father Isaac with the, the with the goats, you know, wool. On yeah, his, I just listened to that arms. last night. Okay, yeah. so this was already this was already known prior to them even well, you know, so, walking. So is so is the future of the end. That's already known. Okay, it is. Yeah, and that's God's plan. God knows all these choices that we're going to make. Can make before he goes. Can make. He's gonna. He knows all of them that we can and will and do make. I really have a hard time with that. Well, I've just given you two examples of of things that you need to process. I because those are in the Bible. Those are two. Esau and Jacob and Judas. And so I don't know how how do you how do you refer so so how about. how about let's go with let's go with Adam and Eve? Yeah, okay, let's go. Do you think God created them with the desire that they would disobey him? He gave them the choice he knew what they were going to do. Did he know or did he <clears throat> did he set up the he knows all the choices they could make. Like I said in that moment when that he knew that they had sinned, he he wasn't surprised. He already had a plan for that stipulation. Of course he wasn't surprised because he but, knew what they were going to do. But he steps into the garden and he goes, what have you done? Why did you choose that? He already knows the answer. Why did you choose that? Yes, he already knows, but he didn't know if they were going to choose it or not. He set it up and said, please don't do this. I give you the choice, but please don't do this. Mike, are you saying it's like, well, you know what? I didn't know that I was going to have to send my son to die for the sins of the world. No, no, no. In the moment that they sinned, he already had the plan that he was going to send Jesus. But he didn't create it in that way. He created it perfect with absolutely no sin, he no death. He gave mankind the chance and the they choice, chose. Yes. And he they gave them chose. the chance and the choices. Yes. And God knew the choices they were going to he make. He knew the conditions and the things he would do. It didn't surprise him. It wasn't like, oh, I'm off guard now. I don't know what to do. You made this choice, and so I already know. I can see past the choices you do make. I can see past that. But until you make that choice, I'm not going to... uh, I don't think he knows the choice we will make. Otherwise, that means he created us in the sense that he will... that, that That we're chosen. You can go with predestination then. Well, this one's going and this one's not. Because if he creates you with the ability to think... He creates you with the thought patterns and the way that you're going to choose. That means that if he knows that if he creates you with this certain way of thinking and you're going to reject him, he created you to reject him. Well, I think that's I think that's a real cynical way to look at it. No, that is free will. Because he that gives, means... He gives, yes, he gives us the ability to reject him. But yes. not if he creates us knowing that we're going to reject him. That's not free will, because that means that he put in us the, the very thing that's going to make us reject Christ. Now, each of us has the sin nature, right? And that is the selfishness and the, the, the desire to be the God of our own lives. And we all have that because we're born into sin. But we also can or cannot choose Jesus. How did he know about Esau and Jacob before it happened? 
How did he know about Judas before it happened? How did he know the choices they were going to make before they happened? How did he know the choices they were going to make, Mike? How did that happen? So, like I said... How did he know that Adam and Eve were going to sin? How did he know that? He knew what would come of that choice. If I can see every choice, the, the infinite mind of God, the infinite mind of God, it's not limited to I can only see in front of my face. It's I can see infinite. So I know every choice there is, every possibility, every possible outcome. If you decide to go this route your entire life, I know what's going to happen. This is the perfect knowledge, but I give you the choice to choose which one you're going to do. And in those choices, I'll always have a way out for you to come to me, but you have to choose it. And that isn't a mystery to him. Those choices that we make are going to make isn't a mystery to God. The choice itself, the choice, the choices that come are not. He knows all the possibilities, everyone that we can make, everyone that we could. Then how would he know that 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 Jacob was going to was going to be over Esau how did he know that how did he know when they were when they were when they before they were even born he knew the choices they were going to make to make this thing happen and for his his word to be true how did he know that in advance if you're saying i don't he doesn't know the choices i'm going to make he knows all the choices i can make but he doesn't know which one i'm actually going to specifically take in this case, with Esau and Jacob, it certainly seems like that's not true. Well, it does seem that way. But you haven't given any credit to the things that I've said either. <laughs> what do you want? A hug? No. The fact that, that this is how predestination comes about. This is how irresistible grace comes about. This is how all of these things in the free will world come about. And that's why people have, they won't even question the fact that God has given us the the chance to make choices that he hasn't decided to know beforehand. Because otherwise, and it'll go back right back to those that say, well, why do I even need to try? Because he's already created me one way or another. Nothing I do matters. That's a lazy way to look at it. It's not. It is. So tell that to 90% of the world. You have a choice. You can make this choice now. But you God knows be- it. He already made me with the choice, so why do I even need to make it? God knows what choice you're going to make before you make it, but you don't. Mm. You don't know the choice. You have the choice. God knows what you're going to do before you do it, but you don't mind. So what do you tell those people that have the loved ones that died and, and aren't, aren't going to happen? Your future is now. You can make it right now. Well, God made you your can, loved you one can, you can accept- with the desire to reject him. Well- and I'm sorry, but that was their choice. If they, if everyone, was it not in the way you're saying it, everyone has a choice to, to, to either accept, accept that God made me with the choice to reject him. He did make you with a choice to reject him or to accept him. Ah, it's but if he already knew I was going to reject him, it it's, means he made me with the choice <laughs> to reject him. You see, you're he, you're trying to say God doesn't know the choice. What would have happened? Flat out saying God doesn't know what choice I'm going to make. What would have happened? I'm given these three. I'm given these three fruits. I'm going to eat. He doesn't know which one I'm going to actually going to eat. He just waiting to see what I do. Yeah. 
because it's my choice. But he knows what's going to come if I do this, this, or this. Let's say he lays out five jobs. See, this is where we can get into the sticky part. Well, God hasn't told me exactly which one to do. I have five perfect jobs. Each one of them is going to give me the opportunities that I need to raise my family, to further my growth, to support um, the, the things that I need to support. This is all things that he's laid out for me. And he says, here you go. You choose. They're all good. I'm not going to make you choose each one or which one. You get to choose. How did he know that Jacob was going to get the birthright and not Esau? I don't know. Before they were born. Before they were born. How we did can he, ask him when we get there. How did he know that? Did He, he knew what to- choices they were going to make? Well. Certainly sounds like it. How about. In fact, it's exactly like it. How about when Moses intervened with God and said, well, you don't want to kill all your people because they're your people. And then people are going to say that, well, you just brought all of them out here in the wilderness to kill him. And God changed his mind. Did he? Yeah. You think that he's just playing games? Oh, Moses, I'm going to kill all these people because they're worshiping idols and I'm so angry. And Moses says, no, 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 God, no, 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 no. Don't kill them. Don't kill your people. They're your people. Let's do it a different way. And God says, okay, let's do it a different way. God changes his mind. I'm saying God knew that Moses would push back on him. So he's just playing games. I'm just going to see if you're if you're if you're man enough to stand up. <laughs> no, he's not playing games. It, it, there's, he, he knows what's going to happen before it happens. I can see what you're saying. I can. I can he's absolutely play, see what you're saying. He's not playing games with Moses. But God has emotions. God God has thought. God is a person. God walks through this life. He he does this with us, and he says, "I give you the choice to choose." these things all through your life is it and for, I've created you and I hope you choose me. And is it for God's benefit or is it for yours? The choices you make are for your benefit, not God's. It's for a relationship with him. Well, yes, it is for a relationship with him. He desires to me to know him the way he knows me. I have to choose that. When Abraham went up to the mountain with with Isaac and was going to sacrifice him, did God know what he was going to do? I don't think so. Totally did. No. He was ready for when when Abraham made the choice to obey God. He was ready in there to he, stop he him. He knew that he knew what that if Abraham, Abraham What if Abraham would have said, "Oh God, no, I can't I can't sacrifice the only son that you've given me. I don't trust you that much." It would have changed the course of history. How about with, with all the choices that we've made in the Bible? When Sarah decided that she couldn't wait for God and had Abraham sleep with her servant and create an entire nation that is against God. Right. You think that was, well, I know that they're going to do that. And we're just going to have this horrible dissension on earth and, and all of these things. Like, No, but he was ready for it. He knew what would happen if the choices were made. There's nothing that surprises him. There's nothing that catches him off guard. Well, you're, what's the crux of the issue is, the crux of the argument is that you're saying the actual choices themselves surprise God. No, no surprise. Okay. Which or, one okay. we make. Which one we make is a surprise to him or he doesn't. Not a surprise. Okay, that he doesn't know which that one we That he we're allows us to choose and once we've chosen it, it's set. But until we make the choice... We're talking about vernacular here. You're saying that of choice A, B, C, or D, 
God doesn't know for sure. God doesn't know which one you're going to choose. Yes. He knows all the choice. He knows all the ramifications of A, B, C, and D. And all the possible. He doesn't actually know which one Mike is going to choose. That's how I believe it. Okay. Well, and I disagree. And I think he knows exactly which one you're going to choose. But it doesn't mean that you don't have free will. You're still Mike and you're still choosing it. I have a hard time seeing that. because because Just because God knows about it doesn't mean you don't have free will. Yeah, I disagree with that. He's not said. He's not. He's not setting. It's like you have this predestined path that you have to follow. He just happens. That's to essentially know, he just what happens, you're saying. He just no. He just happens to know the path that you're going to follow. Well, it doesn't mean that he's see, making you follow that path. But see, he created me, and if know, he knows from he knows my what, birth which choices I'm going to make, it means that he created he me. Of course, he with does. With those predisposed choices already set. Yes, but he's not setting them for you. If he created me. Then he, he did. Just, no, he just happens to know which ones you're going to make. If because he created he's God. me, if I make, if I make something, I know, and I and I. He put knew it who Jacob motion. and Esau were going to be before they were even born. I knew you, and I knew you before you were even stitched together in your mother's womb. I knew you. Yes. I know exactly what you're going to do before you do it. That's <sighs> what he's saying. I, I know everything you're going to do and every ramification of it, but it's still your choices. I just happen to know what choices you're going to make. That doesn't mean I'm choosing them for you, Mike. That's it really does. Saying. No, it doesn't. Because he created me. I'm going to punch you in the face. I can tell this is very frustrating. <laughs> it is. You are frustrating me. You are frustrating me to no end today. Yes. <laughs> you know, this is the simple fact that we've created this show is to ask the questions and and the one thing that I, I know that this question elicits is the blind things we've been taught and the inability to question if God's given us the choice to make a choice. Yes. And God, because knowing- if I simply say God doesn't know which choice I will make, it's brought this emotion out. Okay. I have a problem with saying God doesn't know. Now, I'm not necessarily saying he doesn't know. Well, that's He's what you giving are saying. me the you're, freedom. You're saying it's going to be a mystery. He doesn't know a, which point no, I'm going you, to step onto. Stop. That's what, what you, I'm saying. What you said was, it's a mystery to God which of these options that Mike is going to choose. That I will choose. That's what you're- Will so I choose? In, in essence, you're saying God doesn't know which, Mike, which and let's choice say, Mike is so going let's to go, choose. Let's, you've just sparked in a different way of thinking about it. Okay. So let's say- I step onto this point, and this point here has only one set of ways to go until I reach another fork in the road. Okay. So I step onto these points, and at some point, there's a place where there's there's a like a, a, only one path. This choice only has one path, and I have to follow it until there's another fork in the road. Okay. At that fork in the road, am I going to go left or right? That's up to me. God says you can choose my way or your way. Which one are you going to choose? Well, our God already knows which way you're going to choose. Then why does he have a desire to seek us out? It's for he might our- as well just let us go then. <laughs> he might as well just let us go. Well, I know how this is going to end. Well, God, you're, the concept that you're saying is that God doesn't know what the future is. No, what, no, 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 what, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It is what you're I'm saying. I'm saying he knows okay. every... Okay. Parallel universes. He knows every parallel universe of every choice. Everything that can come from every point that I can step on. But the actual, you're saying the actual choice, he doesn't know. Which one will I choose? 
So how did he know that Jacob was going to rule over Esau? Well, and so that goes into that, and you just brought me to a different point where I said, well, okay, so there's choices they make that are going to lead them to this point of their life. How did Jesus know that Judas was going to betray him? Well, and again, we don't know that God... Oh, because he looked at his heart when he was already formed? Even though... Or when the ministry started at 30 years old? Mm. He knows which choices we're going to make. That doesn't mean that he makes them for us. And that doesn't mean he's like, he's, he's like I'm just going to groove these fastballs so they go this certain way. No. That's not what he's doing at all. We have our own, we can make our own destiny. We can make our own choices. But we see, can choose God or we can reject him. And he but knows if he what, already he knows, created me, knowing which one I'm going to make. So that means I knew you before you were formed. I know you. I know you, Matt. I know who you are. I know what makes you tick. I know what you desire and what what makes you happy and what makes you sad. I know all these things. Right. If you would just choose the things that I'm asking you to choose, life will go well. But if you decide to choose the things that are destructive to you, life won't go well. Right. What will you choose? Right. And I've it doesn't mean that he doesn't for sure. And he doesn't mean that he doesn't know me. He doesn't know what makes me tick. He doesn't know what I'm going to, how certain things may make me respond. That's my relationship with Christ and having to choose him. That's going to allow me and, and give me the desire to make the right choices. But okay. He doesn't know whether I will reject or accept him. Or am I going to wait until my my last minute? Why would he tell the parable? You're so incorrect on this. Why would he tell the parable of the workers in the vineyard if there wasn't the chance to make the choice your entire life? Well, there is the choice to make your entire life. Why Why would he have gone after Pharaoh knowing that he would reject him? Why wouldn't he have just freed Egypt right away or Israel right away from Egypt? Why wouldn't he have just come in and said, well, I know how this is going to end. There's a bigger picture here, and he's doing it for more than just Pharaoh's benefit. And he was doing it also for Pharaoh's benefit. Yes, both, yes. Knowing, not knowing, well, will Pharaoh, maybe Pharaoh, will turn back to me. He didn't make us robots. The likelihood of it is less because of his upbringing and his in his mindset and the things that he's been taught and his culture. The the likelihood is, is very small, but... There's always that chance that he might accept me. I just want to verify this is what you mean. Mike is given the choice to say, I'm going to choose either A, B, C, or D. And God knows all those choices that are going to be made, that that could potentially be made. But he doesn't know which one Mike makes. And so when Mike chooses B, God's like, Oh, wow. Interesting choice, Mike. I didn't know you were going to choose that one. That's really fascinating. I'm going to eat some popcorn and see what happens. Well. Oh, but he already knows what's going to happen on choice B. He just didn't know that you're going to choose it. Right. That is not correct at all. He knows exactly that you're going to choose B. That means that he created me predestined to make these choices. Then why he, do I have options? He, he, you oh, do I'm have I'm going to give you all these options, he but I know have, he, that that's the one you're going to make. He knows. He's God. He knows everything that can be known. Yes. He knows all your choices that you're going to make. But he gives man. He I, gives I believe he steps will. down and says, no, I don't. I'm We're just repeating give you, the same things over and we over. Are, We're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> and that's the way it is. And that's okay. And I'm not going to punch you in the face. I'm sorry I said that. You got I a big fist. I hope you don't I'm punch me in the face. I'm not going to punch you. I'm not going to do that. I love you. So I don't know if that helped anyone out there about this free will business, but God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you desperately. He pursues Pharaoh 
who was the biggest jack wagon probably of all time, who had the, the clearest signs that there was a God out there with all these miracles and Pharaoh still rejected him. Yeah. So there's still, you're still going to be a knucklehead if you're, if you're a knucklehead and that's just the way it is. And you have a choice to be not to be a knucklehead and accept God. But if you choose not to do so, it's to your in, internal detriment. Yes. Yes. That is really the crux of our conversation, it still comes down to, do I choose Christ or not? It's a theological nightmare of a debate. And it has been, and you can, and you can go with my possibly new view that you've never heard of, um, that I, that I was taught by somebody I respect very, very highly. You could take the Calvinist view where you cannot resist the grace of God. You can take the Arminianism view, which, means that you have to choose. I mean, there's all these different ways to look at it, but the bottom line is, will you choose Christ or not? That is the bottom line. And I believe, and and to go back and to reiterate, I believe God is in control. Nothing will stop his plan. He will, he has won. He will win. He will be victorious. In the end, we will have the perfect earth, the perfect life, the perfect health, uh, eternity with the Father in heaven. That's correct. That is going to happen. I believe he's in control of all those things. But the free will aspect of it is so muddy. And that's why we have these issues that we have in life, where you mentioned in the last episode, or this episode that we're referencing, um, how do you how do you tell somebody that their son was killed by a drunk driver that that was God's will? It wasn't. It was the free will, the bad choice of the drunk driver. Right. It It's these choices that free will will either eternally lead us to salvation or lead us to destruction. And God knows when, you know, he makes, when he made human beings that, and, and he gave them free will, inevitably they would often choose the wrong choices. We choose ourselves more often than not. And he knows those choices that we're going to make. You didn't have to slip that in there. <laughs> I did. <laughs> One more time, I had to. But I think that kind of wraps it up for today. Yeah. I If this uh, wasn't exactly what you were looking for, for the listener that wrote in, um, I know that you you probably know which email you're, we're referencing. Uh, write us again. We'd love to hear some more comments and and hope that this continues the conversation about real things that really matter. And we can always circle back around and try to hit this again. Yeah, we're we're planning on being here for a while, unless Matt punches me in the face. <laughs> no, I'm not. No punching. No punching. <laughs> love you, Matt. All right, love you too, Mike. And we love you, listeners. Thanks for tuning in today. And God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that you have been challenged to study God's word to find out what it says and to build on what you believe. Our heart is to help create a desire in you to draw closer to Jesus. If you would like to contact us with questions or comments, email us at mikematrealthings at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to stay in the know of what we are doing. Again, thanks for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you. See you next time.